Hello and welcome back to the Live Fit Radio Podcast. We always appreciate you tuning in and listening. Today I have something extra special for you and this is our 75 Days to Live Fit workshop that we just hosted this past week at our gym. This is summertime, it's time to get in shape, but it's not time to overwhelm ourselves. It's time to dumb things down, start with the simplest processes first, and go on from there. So by the end of this podcast, you will have a complete customized fitness plan. Now, if you want the follow-along worksheet, make sure you go to DerekCurlew.com. It is the top sticky post that's on our webpage now. You can download that so you can follow along step-by-step with everything that we talk about in this presentation. Now, I will say one of the main benefits of always attending live is the fact that you don't have the noise of fans and the buffered noise of wind that you're going to get. We were in our in our warehouse, so it was about 95, 90 degrees, somewhere in there. So please bear in mind there are some fans and some disturbance in the sound. But put on your headset, put on your headphones, tune in, enjoy, and let's get your transformation started. Let's go. You have a plan that's custom tailored for you. All right, so there might be somebody else in this room that asks a particular question about something, and it might not relate to you. It's not a big deal, but it just doesn't mean you have to write that note down, okay? So everything today, by the time you leave, it should be your words and your writing. Melody's not gonna go around writing on your paper. Kelly's not gonna go around writing on your paper. So when you write this stuff down today, when you look back at it in a week and your motivation is no longer there, guess what you have to look at? Your map. Guess whose handwriting it is? Yours. Guess who, if you don't want to do it, you still have to believe yourself because right now, you're in an unemotional state. When you're in the emotional state in two weeks and you're like, eh, you still got to listen to your words, okay? So we're doing all this stuff today. Like, I get why people are skeptical of things, but at the same time, you guys have seen it enough. Like, to me, like, information is free. Like, there's information everywhere. There's videos on YouTube that will teach you how to eat, how to work out, how to exercise. There is a surplus of information. It is not because of a lack of information of why we're not in the best shape that we want to be in. What is the reason that we're not in the best shape? Us. What? Yourself. Yourself? Yeah, and that's one of the reasons. But what does it require? Motivation. Motivation? Where does motivation come from? Work. Energy. Work, effort, energy. Where does motivation come from? Within. Right there. It's an inside job. Guys, if you're waiting for me to motivate you, if you're waiting for me to tell you that it's really two weeks for a dollar, if you're waiting for me for anything, you're gonna lose, all right? It really has to be to where myself and Ashley and Rolo and everybody here is here to give you that boost, all right? But if you don't have motivation, that's it. Like, it's your life. Like, you get one shot at this. So, like, if you're not in the best shape, if it's awful tying your shoes, if it's hard walking up steps, if you're always tired and miserable, like, guys, it's you. Right? The motivation can come from me a little bit. It can come from Ashley screaming at you and come on, baby girl, come on, baby girl, let's go. I like that he's here. I normally can't say baby girl. So it's really something that motivation comes from within and has to come out. So the whole idea is you need to know what's your why, okay? So that's where when I started this and I said I don't like what I do, the whole thing is like because my motivation, my why is not driven by anything else other than helping people. I want to have the biggest freaking funeral that there is. I want everybody to party and I want to have a great time. Like that's where my thing comes in. Maybe we have kids, it'll be a different why. Maybe when there's something else in my life, there's a different why. But like Michelle and I, that's what we do. Like we answer stuff all day long. Like that's it. Like the whole idea is to help. 
that's my purpose. Like, that's my why. If I had to write something big across the top of my header right now, it would be help people, big ass funeral. <laughs> when I wake up in the morning, I'm tired, what motivates me? Help people, big ass funeral. Like, literally, my job is, and not even my job, but like, in life, I'm that person, I don't want to ever disappoint somebody. Like, some of you might have been disappointed by something in the past. I know we got a few people. Some of you might have been disappointed stuff in the past. Like, that hurts more than anything. It gets down to my soul because that's my why. That's my reason, okay? So if your reason isn't strong enough to get you to show up here or to eat well on a day that you're not feeling it, then you gotta find a new why, okay? So there's a lot of temptations in life. There's a lot of things that get in your way. There's hurdles, obstacles, and all these different things. So if you start on that very top of the thin sheet, not the cardstock, we're gonna start on that page. And so, you know, everybody talks about resolutions. And if you were here in February, we had a very similar worksheet, very similar presentation, except it was about 12 months. We're gonna narrow this down to 10 weeks, okay? So the whole idea is like, resolutions don't work because your schedule doesn't change, your priorities don't change, your life doesn't change. You don't all of a sudden have less of a husband to help or less kids to help. It's a situation where everything is still the same so what you need to change and what you need to affect is your daily habits, okay? So the whole idea is this, is like your habits create the outcomes. But so often, we are so driven by a number on a scale, we are so driven by, you can cover your face, I still see right through your paper. So we're driven by something that's superficial. We are not driven by the actual action steps, okay? Not one single person today is going to reach a goal unless your goal is tiny. But if you have a real goal, it's going to take time. So all you can control today, the word I was looking for, was action, all right? So not motivation, not anything else. Action is the only thing that gets it done. When you don't feel like doing it, action. When you do feel like doing it, action. And maybe even a little more action. So that's the missing link is always just doing, all right? Now, it's very possible to do and do and do and do and not see results, am I right? Very possible, but if you're doing, it's very easy to modify and reroute like a GPS. If you're not doing, then you've got to get those wheels turning all over again, all right? So when you fall off track, how hard is it to get back on your first day? Pretty hard. Pretty hard. When you're going and Rolo's like, you should do five more minutes of running around the building or abs after your workout, is that very hard? No. You're already going, all right? So the whole idea is like action is going to lead to the next action. And that's what we're going to focus on today is how do we make those things happen and how do we make it personalized for each person. Some people's goal today is just going to be to show up three or four days a week. Like that's it. Some people's goal today is that they need to stretch their low backs every single day. That's it. So there's going to be something different for everybody. It might be getting on the ground every single day in the privacy of your home so that when you do it at boot camp, you're like, yes, I got this. All right, so everybody's goal is going to be different. And when I say a goal, it's not this something that you're gonna accomplish in a week or two. It's not gonna be something we're gonna accomplish in the first two weeks. It's gonna be something that we're working towards and we get to week 10 and that's where it is, all right? So when we're getting going today, we need to identify what are the actual things that we really want, what are the things that we really crave, and what are three action steps to get to each one of those things. Once we have that established, when do we put them into place, okay? So when I drew this out here and put this like this, how I look at it is like, this needs to be the easiest thing first. So whatever that is, if it means that easiest thing for you is that you gotta make it to your third or fourth workout a week, 
That's going to be your goal. If you get to two weeks and you haven't been averaging three or four workouts a week like you wanted to, then we go right back. Everyone watch the price is right. I don't know how it goes in there. Fall off. All right, if you fall off, you gotta get your ass right back on it, right? It's like whatever it is. So this is going to be your map. If you get to here, whatever this thing is, and we'll get to identifying actual steps. If you get to this point and you realize that you haven't been doing this, it doesn't mean you reset. It means you go back to your last checkpoint. Okay? So this is now your GPS, your map, your Garmin, whatever you, they make Garmin's watches, right? This is your GPS. This is your weights, right? So all we're trying to do today is identify bite-sized steps. And if we identify those bite-sized steps, it's no longer when you go to step number two where it says the whole point of like your schedule doesn't change, your priorities don't change. That stuff can still stay the same. Like your work is still going to happen. Everything else in your life is still going to happen. What is our path of least resistance to help us get there, right? So what I want to do now is I want to identify just a few goals. Like what are some different goals that are realistic, that are kind of big, but something that needs some action to get to? Anybody can volunteer first. <laughs> what is it? Meal prep. Does anybody else have meal prep as a goal? Cool, love it. Meal prep. Alright, so to meal prep. How do you accomplish meal prep? Make a grocery list. There's at least three things. Make a grocery list. Get the groceries and prepare the meals. Actually, I like that. That is a whole different step. Then shop. Then put away. <laughs> then take out. <laughs> then season. <laughs> then cook. Then Tupperware. I'm running out of goals. I can't put anybody else's on here. Oh. And on and on and on and on and on. That's one goal. It's three steps. Who's going to start meal prepping tomorrow? Right? So that's one goal. When you look on the sheet down below, we just kind of gave you just a little bit of breakdown of preparing your gym bag. Everybody's like, oh, I want to work out three, four days a week. How do you do it? You got to pack your bag. You got to drive here. You got to have a meal beforehand. You got to let people in your life know that you're not going to be where you normally are at that time. So like, when you start looking at this, this is an example. Like preparing your gym bag right there is I mean, easily, it's 11 different things. When it comes to your pre-workout snack, you're gonna have to prepare it the night before. When it comes to your drive time and their mental preparation, you're gonna have to plan and leave a little bit early. When it comes to preparing your spouse, your kids, your household, that might be a whole nother two, three days of prep of getting a meal ready, making sure laundry is ready, or whatever it is in your household that everybody can't do somehow if you're not around. <laughs> right? I don't know how to turn the laundry on. It doesn't work. I push the button, it doesn't happen. So those are just the initial things. So like when we talk about meal prep, meal prep isn't a small goal, it's a giant goal, okay? That's something that can't be underestimated. But you know what I mean, people are like, I can't meal prep, I suck, everybody else goes, and I can't. And like you're already, you're already defeated. So the whole idea is like we can't simplify and minimize our goals with our thoughts. We need to do it with actions, okay? So like meal prep, you need to write all those different steps down. So what I'm gonna have you do is you're gonna start with this first. Flip to your second sheet with the cardstock. On that top left, on your fitness goal, you're gonna write meal prep. And then you're gonna write grocery shop, or list, shop, let's put cook and package, or cook and prepare. Plan. Yeah. Uh, plan and list, same thing. 
We can make it 20 steps if you really want. So that's the first one. So now Cheryl has started to fill out her first goal of simple meal prep, which isn't that simple, okay? So if your goal is to show up three or four times a week, then that's going to be your top and your right. Your three steps are going to be pack clothes, pack pre-workout meal, let family know. It could be one, two, three, going that way, okay? So when you're looking at your list and you have those three tabs right below, that's how you're going to fill those in. Does that make sense? Cool, way to lose, yeah. What's another big goal? I could, well, you know, I could I'm gonna go to Kelly. We'll go to Kelly okay. first. Stretching properly. Stretching properly. I like that. What were you gonna say? Eating healthier. Eating healthier. Cool. We're gonna go stretching first. So with stretching now, I look at things as this. It's either going to be like a a task or a repetitive thing. So when you look on that second sheet on the card stop, you're gonna see a calendar reminder and you're gonna see an alarm and an alert. How I define those two different things is a calendar reminder is your checkpoints. That's like your check-ins. That's your Derek on your phone, basically, of like, hey, are you on track? And we'll explain when you put those in. But for you, stretching is going to go on the calendar alerts. Like your schedule, and everybody's schedule changes, obviously, every single day, but we have a lot of things that stay pretty much the same throughout our day. So it might be setting the alarm 15 minutes early and 5.30 a.m. becomes the stretch every day. Or if you know you get back from your workout at 7.05, 7.15, that's where that goes into a calendar reminder. So for me, Unless you've never stretched in your life or you've never done anything, I wouldn't even put that as the goal of the three steps. I'm going to put that down on the bottom wall for you guys. Down here on the bottom right of your alarms, alerts, and reminders, okay? That's going to be something you're going to put in there because that's something I want to do daily, okay? If it's something that you're going to do daily, it's on that bottom right-hand side. Does that make sense so far? I love that question. So she said, is it better if you stretch before or after you work out? The first answer I'll say is like just doing it is going to be better than nothing. The right answer though is to me, you want to do motion before a workout, you'll stretch after a workout. And that only just comes from like research. Do you work with the PTs and the baseball players and all that stuff? Yeah, they, no, okay. I was gonna say, they're doing running drills, calisthenics, a lot of that stuff. A lot of their pre-workout is leg kicks, arm swings, those things, and post-workouts where you stretch the muscle. I always used to think stretching first, and I honestly, I still personally stretch. I always stretch my low back and my hips because those are the tightest thing on my body. The reason why they say you don't stretch is because your muscles get stretched out, but your tendons and ligaments don't. And you basically put yourself susceptible for injury. I don't know if I believe that all the way, so my answer would be both. You know, just get it done every single day. The one thing I will say, if anybody came to the um, injury prevention workshop, and we talked about muscle fascia, basically your muscles, after every time you work out, at the end of every single day, they got dust on them. You have to dust them off so when you wake up in the morning it's clean all right but if you let that dust settle and the next day you work out again you get sore you do your day-to-day -day, you sit in a chair all day you got more dust and you have more dust and it gets harder and harder to chip away and clean that so the whole idea is like your soreness is your dust you have to stretch every single day to dust all right is anybody OCD they like vacuum lines we'll use that example better if somebody walked all over your vacuum lines you got to re-vacuum every night does that make sense so I would stretch every single night before bed. To me, it's my, it's my meditation. Like I have a foam roller. I roll for probably some nights short, like five minutes, but at least like 10 minutes. And when you put yourself in the pain of stretching, you don't think of anything else going on in the day and you hit the bed and you fall asleep right away. So that's where I would put the stretching side on that is a repetitive reminder, either first thing in the morning or end of your day, wherever it's gonna be the most convenient for you. All right, reestablish those carpet lines. What's the next goal? Eat healthier. Cool. So eat healthier is the goal. 
What does that mean, anybody? What's that? No processed food. What is it? No processed food. No processed food. Does that define healthy eating, everybody? Does anybody else want to add anything else? Stop eating out. Stop eating out. Sugar. What else? What? Fried food. What else? Fried. Processed. Um, junk snacks? Sugar snacks? Sugar snacks. No late night snacking? Magnum bars. <laughs> Skinny cow. Somebody just said, oh, fast food. Okay, so when we're doing this, we're going to use the chart for the first time because this is a realistic thing. Everyone says they want to eat healthier, but what is healthy? I heard her say, oh, 55 milligrams of cholesterol, it's too much, 480 sodium, it's too much. Guys, we don't even know what these numbers mean, okay? We don't. We have no clue. You might know what they mean, but one, dietary cholesterol does not affect your blood cholesterol at all. I mean, if you have a bad processing liver, possibly, but dietary cholesterol and cholesterol in your blood, guys, the lipids are going to be completely different with that. But when we're looking at this, what would be an action that you could take, Ms. Rainus? What would be an action that we could take? We would eliminate what? The fried? Fried processed. food? Processed food. So if you have high cholesterol, I would look at like this and this. And so I your step one going right here is no fried foods and no fast food. Two weeks. That's your goal. Did you think eating healthier is going to be harder than that? It is going to be, but when we get to the top of the mountain, okay? So that's where we start. Guys, we can't all of a sudden, like we talk meal prep first, we can't all of a sudden eat healthier meal prep and do all this stuff if we can't even avoid fried foods. So we start there, okay? That right there could be your step one. And you'll see when we go into it, I broke it up of fitness and nutrition. So that would be her nutrition side for the first two weeks. You'll also see where it says day one through 14, it says pick one to two. If she was somebody brand new to working out, exercise, nutrition, I would just leave it at that. We wouldn't even add a fitness goal, okay? You all show up here every day, a couple times a week, however it is, a couple times a month for challenges, whatever it is. You know I'm going It's the first time I've seen your face. I didn't even know you were still alive. All right, so when we look at this, how are we expected to meal prep and eat a perfect diet if we can't avoid sugar? or we can't avoid the fast food, all right? So that's your first goal. Because what's going to happen is you'll take that away for two weeks now, and you're, I mean, you're still going to crave it, don't get me wrong, but it's gonna get out of the routine, okay? What gets us all in trouble is habits and routine. Habits and routine. So when it becomes a ritual in your life, that on the way home from literally, we stop at McDonald's. On the way from boot camp, we stop at Dollar General and we get a pack of Magnum bars. On the way, you guys all have bad habits and rituals that leads to a certain bad thing. So your first thing that we're trying to eliminate right here is there's a tree. Where's the lowest hanging fruit? That's what we need to take away first, okay? So what's the thing you do worst? Sugars, that's your first one. So right here, we're gonna write, eat healthier, no sugar. Who said chocolate, I heard it. Chocolate, two weeks, put it on there. Now when it's an into it, into, in the boot? individual food type like chocolate, you can kind of add two things. So if it's like eliminate chocolate, eliminate candy bars with it or whatever, like go ahead and put that with it, all right? So if it's something that's a little bit more major of like 
not eating takeout or something like that, that's a big enough goal for two weeks. Because a lot of people, that's their ritual. Like there's so many people that leave here and eat at a restaurant almost every day or eat at a takeout every day. It's a big inhibitor, right? So when we got to that, what would be a good fitness goal that we could add to that? Does anybody have a fitness goal? That's what we're here for. Dan, you're new. What's your goal? Get back in shape. Get back in shape? What does that mean? Oh, you knew I was going to ask. What? Tone. Tone. So how can we make that happen? Coming here. Coming here? How many days a week? Uh, right now, my goal is two. I get three. Cool. So we're going to go two times. So what you're going to do then, because this is something you actually have to show up for, is that's now going to go into your calendar reminders, and that's going to go into the other side. So if you plan on working out, say, Tuesdays, Thursdays, it's going to be on Tuesdays, Thursdays. But then what you're going to do is on Monday and Wednesday night, it's going to be the reminder. Pack clothes, pre-workout meal, and that's how you're going to determine right side, left side. Does that make sense? I didn't lose anybody with that? It's planning, guys. It's planning, all right? So we talk about it takes 21 days to make a habit. That's a lot, all right? How many people brush their teeth at the same exact time, morning and night, every single day? Not the exact same time. You're awesome. Guys, that's pretty badass. Three or four people out of whatever, 50. So, I mean, we all do it, right? But I wouldn't even call that a habit. It's not a habit, all right? Who wakes up and goes pee in the morning? That's instinct. But that might be a habit. Who goes and gets coffee first and doesn't go to the bathroom before they have coffee? That's more like a habit, okay? That one I would consider more of a habit. So what we see is, guys, it's not... Consider yourself as busy. You are crazy busy, and then consider yourself that you have no memory or brain power capacity, and that you're going to rely on a cell phone to tell you everything. Because until you don't need that cell phone, you need that cell phone, okay? So that's going to be the reminder of getting stuff prepped. Who's ever left the house and had to rush back in to go grab something? Say it, I do it every day twice, maybe three times. My neighbors probably think I'm crazy. What do I need to do? Set an alarm 30 minutes before it says, what the hell do you need, okay? How many of us are late to work? How many of us are late to workouts? How many of us are late to stuff? This guy who's got two hands. That's Guys, it takes planning. It takes just a little bit of planning, right? So we're gonna go on, you're lean, man. Can I take somebody else with a fitness goal? Who's got a fitness goal? Yes, Ted. Perfect, I love that. So what he's saying is, do we pick a weight, would that be a goal? It would be a goal, but it's not an action. So like your why at the top of this, you put lose, Whatever. And that's just, I want to lose 30 pounds. 30 pounds, that's what he has. It has to be specific. Okay? <laughs> it has to be measurable, and it has to have a deadline. 30 pounds by when? Don't say 75 days. No. Good. I mean, I'd say two weeks, but I know you probably want me to make it three hours. So. 30 pounds? <laughs> All right, we're going to go realistic. So let's say your goal is 10 pounds over the next 10 weeks, okay? Realistic. So guys, here's the thing. Pound a week is going to be your realistic goal. I'm telling you just from personal experience, guys. This is 15 years of doing this. If you lose 30 pounds in a month or two months, three months, it's going to be back in a month, not two or three months. It's fine, we're here. I love it. It's good. So when it comes to this situation, guys, we need to have realistic goals, realistic deadlines, okay? So when it comes to this, if you want to do this, let's use that example then. Let's say, let's call it this, guy. Let's just be realistic. 
let's say 20 pounds in 10 weeks, okay? What are the steps that we would need to do to do that? You've got to follow a daily routine. That's why we're here. What are we going to do? So what are the things? We can do cardio. We can work out. What are the things that we could do, guys, if we wanted to lose that kind of weight? I think we're going to start making it like that. Maybe do 100 like to start. Lowest hanging fruit. Work your way up. Yep. So this might be like how long, Jack? 30 minutes. 30 minutes. I like it. Perfect. So that now becomes an actual action step. How many days a week? Uh, start with four. Four days a week. Perfect. So, when we get to this now, that needs to go on your calendar. Where are your four days that you're doing it? Then you also need to set a calendar reminder right here at day 15, have I been on track, okay? So my note right here is, everybody needs to have their either weekly or bi-weekly reminder on a Sunday night, a Friday night, whatever it is, am I on track, okay? So that would be your goal. At the two week mark, am I on track? And I don't mean with weight loss. Like you might have gained five pounds in that first week. That's not what I mean by on track, because we can control our actions, not the outcomes, okay? The outcomes happen because of the actions. Make sense? So what would be the next step that we can do once we've got beyond that? You and Ellie are gonna be my, my demonstrators now. Get your heart rate up. So how can we make this more intense? Raise the time. This is the 45. Instead of duration, what if we increase the intensity? Uh, intensity yeah. So if we go 30 seconds fast, 30 seconds slow, and it's still 30 minutes, okay. and it's still four times a week. Yeah. This right here, we didn't change how many times. We didn't change our duration, our consistency, because again, we still have work and lives and kids and laundry and food, all those other things. So all we did was take that 30 minutes, we made it a little bit more effective. Food-wise, what can we do for our next step? Michael, what can we do for our next step? What is it? Increase your protein. I swear, I think that's my number two thing. Number two, add daily protein shake. I sure did. What does that say? 100 reps daily. So, add protein shake is what I had for number two. So this could be add one protein shake daily. So, what you're going to have is you're going to have on the 15th day, so if you start on Monday, July 1st, July 15th on your calendar is going to say, am I on track? Then you're going to make another note or however it's going to be, it's going to say, add protein shake daily. Now, this is not something, if you've been doing it already, that's going to come naturally. So what do we need to do? I can't hear, I got a fan behind me. Set a reminder, I couldn't hear, what? Set a reminder. Set a reminder, yes. So you set your reminder. now. Do we leave the house with our protein tub, our shake, and a bottle of water? Sure. Yeah. So what do we need to do? Set a reminder the night before to pre-pack it. So this is where the right side now comes in. So starting on day 15, it comes down to prep protein shake nightly. Simple, right? You also gotta remember to bring it with you. So if you notice after day one, day two, so on July 15th, July 16th, you've made the shake, but it stayed in your fridge all day? Guess what you need to put in the morning? Grab shake. What else can you do? Post it on the front door. <laughs> Grab shake. Wake up a few minutes earlier to make it. Wake up a few minutes earlier to make it. What else could you do? What does Kim Bernhardt do? Put your keys in your fridge with your shake. You can't leave unless you're walking. So once you start setting up these checkpoints, it makes it a little bit easier. So now we get to this point, we're on day whatever. Let's go into day like 25, 26, 27, 28. 
we're getting up to this point right here. We see that now we've been doing our cardio, but we necessarily maybe haven't been getting three days. But we have been doing great with our protein shape. So we go here, this would carry on. We're going to add a new nutritional habit, but we're not going to add this. This is going to stay exactly the same, and we're going to add on, add on to the third step. Okay, so when you go to the third thing there, you're going to see it says add one thing. You've now already confused your life. You've kind of added four new things here. You've added new routines, new exercise, maybe new food. Trying to add then too much chaos and you're still only at day 28. Guys, like again, there's supposed to 21 days to make a habit. It's not, it's a lifetime to make a habit. So don't overwhelm yourself. When you get to this point, we're just going to pick one thing. So if your cardio maybe, maybe it's been on track, maybe it's doing great and you're seeing the results, but you know that you're still stopping out of fast food every day. Or you know that you're still sneaking something that maybe nobody else sees, but you're eating in private. That's where that next thing is going to come. This is going to be your greatest challenge. So, if it's abdominals, you're gonna have a daily abdominal program. It might be doing 100 reps of a certain exercise a day. It might be 200 reps depending on your ability. But you're going to add one thing, okay? That's the key right here is when we get to this point, again, this is talking like July 28th basically. When we get to this point, we have to make sure that we are still on track. We've kept our checkpoints over the first two weeks, four weeks, and now what are we going to add? So what would be something that we can add to increase our nutrition when we get to week 20 or day 28, 29? Keeping track of macros, what's another option? I love that. It's a great answer. So this right here, guys, when we get to this point right here, this is the piece of fruit that's at the top. We need a ladder to get to that one, that's why we're at the top of the mountain. So this one, Kelly said, could be counting macros. Michael, what's another type of eating that you could do? You do it. Fasting. Yeah, high epic. What's another thing we could do? Portion control, what does that mean? Who said it? What's portion control? Measuring stuff out. So let's set an actual measurable, whatever we want, measurable and tangible, something we can actually track. So say it's four ounces of meat, no more than a half a cup of carbs or something like that. Or what if it's something, no carbs, past whatever, 1 p.m. Or he said seven, that's too easy. We're at the top of the mountain. So, now, yeah, that's a great example. This right here, guys, might be no carbs past like 5 p.m. Then you can graduate up. It could be no carbs past three. Then it could be no carbs past one. Like everybody's program's going to be different. If you love carbs and that's not realistic, don't write it down, okay? That shouldn't be your goal. Because when you get to here, it doesn't matter how well we've done. If we can't stick to this, guess where we end up at? at the bottom. And not because of any other reason, but because this is what always gets in the way. We let one little minor derail, derail everything and throw us off the tracks. It's family, it's death, it's work, it's stressful jobs and coworkers. It could be anything, guys. These things are going to happen in your life. If you think everything's going to be peachy because you decide to make a 75-day program, you're wrong, all right? So bad things are still going to happen. Hiccups are still going to happen. So we need to make sure whatever we're doing is progressive in that sense. Is there anything else nutritionally we can do? I like portion sizes. So let's go like um, less than 
some quarter cup cards and more than four ounce protein. So there's four different options. Corey said water intake. What if we're right through here on one of these days here, like we knew, like who doesn't eat any of these things? Is there anybody in here that doesn't eat any of these things already? Wow, yeah. that's Rhonda, the one who's lost 60 pounds. So guys, this is probably where we all need to start right here, since one person raised their hand, all right? So when we get to this, yeah, like water intake, like if you're doing all these, Rhonda, your goal might be water, like down here. That's where it comes into, right? So everybody's going to be at a different incremental level. Don't put water up here though. That's like should be your lifeblood, that's your foundation, okay? So before we even get to food, guys, before we get to working out, stretching, water, like your foundational of this, like living and feeling good, it should be there on the bottom, okay? Same thing with planning. We're not putting planning as one of the steps. This is the action, then we plan it with our calendar reminders or our actual alarms, okay? So that's where that stuff comes into play. So once we get into this, you're gonna see, when we get into day, what do we have now, 44, 42? Day 42, am I right, 40, 14, yeah. Day 42, when we get to this, we're again going to have a calendar reminder. So that left-hand side, like you're going to program that tonight. So that's gonna put us at July, August, August 11th, I just spit on you. August 11th is your next calendar reminder. Did you feel it? It went that way, not that way. So this is August 11th on this date. We've now, let's put this in a great scenario. Like we're focused, we're back on track. We've been doing our four days a week of biking, our additional cardio. We've now stepped it up to 30 seconds fast, 30 seconds slow. Still doing 30 minutes, but that's a crazy amount, by the way, if we're going high intensity. But we're doing that, we're getting our protein shake. We've had no fried foods, we've had no sugar. Maybe we slipped up once or twice, but we're on a good track for the most part. So this is here. Now once we've gotten into this at day 29, let's say we started counting macros, okay? That's a little too advanced for some other people. Let's say you did any of those things on there. What's the next thing we could add? What's going to get us to losing 20 pounds and eating healthier? Those are our two goals. <laughs> Increase our muscle resistance. That's on my sheet, I swear to you. What else can we do? If you mouth it, I can't hear it. Reset, so yeah, that would be down below in that. But if you have everything, yeah. If you have everything in place and drinking more water is going to be that boost, yes, I guess technically that could be it. So resistance training, more water. What's something else we could do? Ted, this is where your answer of now this four might go to five or six, or this 30 minutes might go to 45 or 60. Absolutely, yeah. There's some people that drink no water for the day though. I mean, that's a big issue. Yeah, it's a big issue for a lot of people. So that might be where you start to increase your intensity. So when I'm looking at this one here, when I'm looking at this, or one of these things a little bit more challenging. Instead of trying to add a whole new habit at this point, what we're gonna do is take one of the habits we've had in place already, and how do we tweak it to make it a little harder, a little more difficult, or a little bit more efficient. So increase resistance training. So increase. I think it's tense. There we go. Increase resistance and or time. Okay, so increase resistance and or time. How do we use that in a boot camp sense, guys? Let's explain it. If this is you and we're on day 43, how do you increase your, increase your resistance or your time? Let's go hands, because I have no idea. Yes? 
lift heavier. April likes that one. She's like, that's it. Just lift heavier. Done. Put an extra resistance band on it. Go heavier. Yep. What's that? Come more often. Come more often. What else? Stay for round two. What else? Who laughed? That was awesome. I heard you laugh. It was just great. That would be my answer right there. I would take the bands, I would take the extra resistance, and I would do a finisher. Okay? Right now, guys, with this heat, a double workout's a lot. Okay? If you're getting your 22, 24 minutes in of your boot camp time, and then you're getting additional 5 to 10 minutes of a finisher, you're good. Like, if you need more than that to get in shape, it's probably because you're messing up on this. Okay? You can't out-train a bad diet. If you can't go hard and get that done and still be pretty decent, like, that should get those results. All right? Here's the example I would love to get. Rolo, you're working out six days a week, resistance? And how many days of cardio? Okay, and your workouts last 20, 30? 30 to 40, cool. At this point, 30 to 40. So he's going to be stepping up on stage in, I don't know, something this big, all right? This is gonna be Rolo in 12 weeks, all right? So, if he's getting naked basically on stage, and that's what he's doing, why does somebody need an hour and a half, 90 minutes, two hours, three hours of working out a day? You're messing up on something else or you're trying to lose it too fast, okay? Because here's the thing, guys. We're creating our foundation. If your foundation is having to do six days a week times 70 minutes or whatever the answer is, what happens when you get busy? What happens when you go on vacation? What happens when family comes in town? What happens if a relative dies? You're automatically going to gain weight because you're not hitting your homeostasis anymore. You gotta remember the body's smart, it's adaptive. So if you get to the point where six days a week at 90 minutes is normal, that's what you have to maintain. That's why April has anxiety when she goes out of town. She's like, oh shit, I gotta make sure I get this done. She's putting all stuff on her back, lunging. Like it is. So guys, it's a situation that like you wanna make sure these are attainable numbers and these are realistic, okay? So again, we can't let this goal Trump living fit, okay? Living fit is a balanced, healthy, sustainable, maintainable lifestyle. That's what we're looking for. Sustainable, maintainable, yes? What about resistance bands when you're on vacation? Yeah, resistance bands when you're on vacation. So that's it, like this is your foundation. So yeah, if you're working out four days a week at 30 minutes of that intensity and you don't have your bike with you on vacation, your resistance bands become in. Your body of doing squats and crunches and push-ups become your bicycle, okay? So what you're looking at, guys, is like, it's not necessarily the vehicle, it's the actual amount, it's the duration, it's the intensity. That can be duplicated in a number of different settings. Who, somebody just did a whole bunch of flights of steps on a lighthouse last week. What? Who was it? They just posted about it. No. Who's it? Probably Shirley. Because she posts the most. Somebody did like these flights of steps. I really thought it was you, Jill, no? Were you the one who sent me the message? Somebody sent me a staircase that was like huge. It was like a whining staircase. That was, okay. So with that, guys, like your intensity might be 30 minutes of going up and down steps when you're on vacation. Like when I've contest prep before and there wasn't a gym at the hotel, I go on that hot ass stairwell and I'm just going up and down. Double step and single step into a lunges, squats. Just do what you have to do because the goal is there, okay? The why exceeds the excuses, okay? So we can't let an excuse or a derailment or a family illness or anything like that derail what it is. 
So these things need to be within realistic standards. So if we talk about this increasing resistance, time, or effort, that could be a finisher. It could be one extra day a week. When it cools down, it could be a double. For some people, it could be coming at 6 a.m. and again in the afternoon. That's cool, okay? So that's where you're looking with this. When we get to the next one, what's something that we can do now, and I would probably say this should be a food-based one. What can we do either food-based or nutrition-based or in the sense of exercise, what can we do to increase that? Just one last bit. What is it? Switch up your macros. Okay, so when she talks about that, does anybody know? I hate even going to macros right now. It's gonna be a killer. We're way long. When it comes to this, guys, when she's talking about switching up macros, this might be something, again, where we're looking at where our carbs are. It might be looking at our protein portions. If we're eating four ounces now, we're gonna to switch to five. If our carb sources are normally five ounces or four ounces, we cut them down to two or three, okay? So when we talk about that, this is going to be a little tweak. Okay, so that's going to be your little tweak right there. That puts you basically at day 70, whatever it is, day 70 right there. That's 10 weeks from now. Can we all not have fried food and whatever nope. for 10 weeks? Nope, not at all. Maybe not. Guys, it's going to mess up every once in a while. Rolo, have you had something fried in the last 10, 12 weeks? Yes, just say yes. Ashley's right here, you can't lie. Skyler's seen you do it, so yes. He's still gonna be in great shape. You obviously have to counteract it. Have you worked out every single day, Rolo? Yeah. Okay, he's done that. So guys, there's gonna be something where you might fall off track. But this little tweak right here, this is going to be something that you're really now trying to maintain for 14 days, kind of leading into that final home stretch of the week. This is where I would say water will come into play. This is actually, I think I wrote that on there. Water is what your next step should be, or something along those lines. Ooh, I put third in the day. But, so your whole idea right there, guys, it might be increasing your water. And it might be something to where you're already doing like two of those months a day, or three of those months a day. All it is is increasing one extra a day. We're talking little tweaks. We're not making major changes at this point. Again, our biggest change is going to be right here at the top. It's that apex. Because that day two, if you look at it, lines right up with kids going back to school. It's pretty perfect, all right? So schedules start going back to normal. We make something really tough. We get two weeks into kids being back at school. We start doing a little extra finisher. We let our family know, hey, I'm gonna be home an extra 10 minutes later than normal now. And you start getting that done. Then when you get to this next spot here, from day 56 through 70, you start increasing your water, just that little bit. When we get here, for those people that are gonna do your big transformation pictures, this is where you're gonna make your unrealistic, unsustainable, unmaintainable switch, okay? So this might be for your last five days, you work out five days in a row. This might be where you do no carbs. This might be where you drink two gallons a day. You're so motivated. You're so motivated that you want to do it. You're already a ball in motion. You're making a simple little tweak. All right? So guys, when you're looking at this, again, we need to frame this in a sense of what is your lowest hanging fruit? You have your fitness, you have your nutrition side. Write it down. What are the calendar steps or alerts or alarms that need to go with it? Write it down in those steps. Put those things into play. You go home tonight when you're not emotional, when you're still reactional from what we've just gone over, and you plug them into your calendar starting July 1st. You just gotta do it. Because what's going to happen tomorrow? What? Life. 
You're not going to do it, okay? You're not going to do it. So you need to have something that's measurable. You need to have something that's attainable and you need to have a deadline. If you don't set those three things, you're going to lose. The one thing that keeps you intact with all those things is accountability. And it sits at the very top. Accountability, if you go back to your first page on that loose sheet, accountability needs to be technology. It needs to not be me. It needs to not be Ashley. It needs to not be your workout partner. It needs perfect example. Cindy's like, oh, I need Kristen. Kristen's like, oh, I need Cindy. You guys are out of here, right? So it's like you can't depend on another human being because they have life, death, work, coworkers. They have all these other things too. You take two people that are busy, how great is that accountability? Your phone doesn't take days off. Google is still going to be there, okay? So technology is going to be your savior. Savior, if you want to do macros, MyFitnessPal is your savior. The whole idea is your, your technology is not going to slump. It's not going to get emotional after a cheat meal. It's not going to get emotional after three days off. It's not going to forget what you were doing after you go on vacation. It's still ringing every single day. You pick up your phone 8,300 times, and if you're right now, the highest range right now of um, people checking their phone, 45 to 62 year old women. That's what I read today, and how true that is, who knows. But 45 to 62, you're looking at it more than teenagers right now. That's ridiculous. How many times a day are you clicking that like lock button just to see if there's an alert? How many times? <laughs> a lot for this one. We're talking midlife crisis, but with the cell phone, not with anything else, all right? We're not getting on Harleys and leather uh, chaps or anything. So the whole idea, guys, is your phone is your buddy that's not going to take a day off. You might think it's silly. You might think you're smarter than that. You might think you don't need a to-do list, but obviously something is missing, and you guys might be doing great, but there's something you came here searching for today. There's something that's just a gap, something that's a miss, something that you keep hitting up against the wall and you can't get past it, all right? Have you guys ever seen 22 Jump Street? Yeah, yeah. I You just gotta bust through the ceiling. You gotta just bust through it, all right? So, I just love when I see that every time, it makes me laugh. So, you gotta bust through your ceiling. Whatever it is that's holding you there, you gotta get through it. We all have a thermostat. I talked to somebody yesterday and they're like, oh, it was Kim actually. Kim says she fears success. Guys, I think we all do a little bit. We're afraid of that uncomfortable, what's going to happen if we actually do it? Like, oh shit, if I get there, I gotta maintain it. Oh, if I do this, and I have to do it. We are so afraid to try something, start something, do something, because we're afraid it might actually work. And a lot of times when it does work, we'll find ways of like, oh yeah, but this and this, and we'll still derail ourselves. We're afraid of success. Your phone doesn't give a crap. It doesn't care, all right? That's going to keep you accountable, that's gonna hold you on track. guys. We kind of derailed a few different things, but is there anything we need to make sure that we touch on before we get out of here? Romo, I saw your hand up. Anything you wanted to add? Cast it. Ashley, anything you want to add? Any questions, anybody? Guys, tonight, it doesn't matter if right now you put an alarm that says 9.30, make your plan, and at 9.30 tonight, you look at your phone and says, oh, make my plan, and you do it, and you check off Facebook and Instagram for a minute, but like you've got to make your plan tonight. If you don't make this tonight, it's not going to be effective. Tomorrow you're gonna to forget half of what we said. I can ask you a question from the first 10 minutes and you probably forget. Like how many meals a week and what days are the deliveries? Monday, Wednesday, Tuesday. I heard Tuesday, that's wrong. Monday, Thursday, yes. 10 meals, cool. Guys, we forget things so quick because there's always new information. Again, remember how we started. It's not a lack of information of why we're not achieving results. It's a lack of accountability. It's a lack of just the sticking to it and not getting emotional. All right, we good? Yeah. Guys, I love it. Thank you so much for coming, guys. That was great.
Guys, it would be really cool to get a group picture.